And we are back. And we just finished watching 1987's The Monster Squad. Monsters got nards. Yes. <laughs> wolf man. Wolf man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. This was released in 1987 and it's rated PG-13 with a runtime. This is one hour and 19 minutes on IMDb. It said like an hour and 22 on the thing, on the counter. This is currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Also, Prime Video. And if you want to watch it for free with tons of commercials, head on over to Pluto TV. They're (laughs) evil. This was directed by Fred Decker and is written by Shane Black and Fred Decker. This uh, was an idea of Fred Decker's um, originally. I think he said in the documentary it was uh, Little Rascals. Oh, the Little Rascals made Abbott and Costello. Costello and the Monsters, yeah. And that's basically what this is. It's just a silly 80s kids movie. I'm really surprised it was rated PG-13. I mean, there was a little, it was a little salty language, but not enough, I don't think, to warrant the PG-13. They were saying the F slur. Oh, they said that. Yeah, that's true. That's a bit sensitive for people. I I think for PG, you weren't allowed to say anything. Like, no profanity. Yeah, like Disney oh. movies are PG. And I think somebody likes this shit in there. And, and I, think okay. that, I think that was about... That was about, I don't think they cared about the F slur for homosexuals, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, back in the 80s anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. no. A, lot, a lot of this film could be explained because 80s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you were saying that a lot. Yes. yes. Also, yes. I didn't get the whole thing with the, the cat, with the teacher. She didn't look like a cat. I think because her hair was styled to have like those two weird buns on the top, so they yeah. look sort of like cat ears. Yeah. Those boys were dumb. Yes. Yeah. Little kids. Mostly, they, yeah. Little they, kids they, in the we 80s. We should watch cats. Little kids in the 80s who didn't have yeah. phones and stuff to keep them distracted all day thought of a lot of weird stuff. Stuff, yes. We should watch Cats the musical or whatever it was. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> but I keep anyway. forgetting which one people say is worse, like the movie <laughs> or the musical. I, definitely the movie. I think the movie, yeah. 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 They were You've ugly. seen the musical. I've never seen the Sorry. musical of Cats. Yeah, I thought you said. No, this. I've never seen the cat, Cats musical. <laughs> I saw the commercials for the movie and it looked absolutely dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the commercials for the play too when we were little kids and they I would broadcast Broadway that. shows on television. Wasn't there like a period in time where your mother just wanted to see like every Broadway show and drag She you? never wanted to see Cats. She, she took me to Phantom of the Opera and Les Miserables and probably something else that I don't remember, but... I yeah, think no grandma took me somewhere and I I I can't even remember. But I remember she I took me to see like a ballet show or something one time. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was yeah, that. Yeah, we went to see but that was at like Kingsborough. Yeah. All right, we're we're on a major tangent here. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Let's rein it in. It's late in the week. We're all loopy. I'm so tired. I'm I'm hoping that I can get through this review. Why don't you set us up and tell us what the what the film was about? Wait, briefly. I want to do it. I want to do it. All right, All right well, let's, let's hear, go. Let's hear Olive and see if she actually comes close to the plot. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? All right, Olive, she tell me you what know this. What if that if means. I hadn't seen this movie and you and I said to you, "Hey, did you see Monster Squad?" Yeah. Tell me about it. What would you tell me, Olive G? So it's basically like ET, but except there's monsters and they're trying to kill them. And they need this a virgin, 
and an amulet. How is it like E.T.? You know, with them riding on bikes and it being like the freaking oh, 80s or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, lots of 80s tropes. Kids riding on bikes, no parental supervision. Yes, Although there were parents all. in this. They were barely used. Well, they were they were dealing with their own marriage drama. I think the, the leader of the Monster Squad's parents were involved. Uh, everybody yes. else's parents were non-existent. Mom, I think you see Eugene's dad once. Oh, yes, Eugene's dad who just doesn't give a crap. But he was completely useless. Yeah. 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 He, he didn't even look in the damn closet. He didn't look like, and then for some reason, yeah. the mummy's just, just hanging, hanging out, out in Eugene's closet. closet. Yeah, what the hell was that about? <laughs> My favorite scene was when the military came at last second. Yes. Didn't get yeah. to witness any of that. I love how they actually replied to his letter. They yes, actually that was troops. also... Fantastic. Good, good, good mail system. He, yeah. He, he they came pretty quick. They, they came within a day. And they didn't even bother to investigate or even like try to. No. They just went with it. You like, oh, it. Eugene says there's monsters. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> You'd figure they'd be busy with the Cold War. And all that stuff. <laughs> well, maybe they're just <laughs> like, not. it's wow. really boring. This movie is really moving us into like everything but the discussion of the film itself. Okay, let me let me let me start this again. All right. So this is the story of Sean played by Andre Gower, who is the de facto leader of the Monster Squad along with his friend Patrick played by Robbie Keeger and Horace. Horace. Fat kid. Otherwise known as Fat Kid, which you could not say in this day and age, I don't think. Uh you you might be able to get away with it if you play it like they played it, where it's just like he's hum- he's like tormented by this, uh-huh. and then at the end, it's like my name's Horace. Yeah, that was cool. That was a great scene. <laughs> Everyone he talks like, about he that. He like you know redeems himself, uh, or not? He doesn't really need to redeem himself. Yeah. But he like proves you know. Listen, he stands up. He for stands himself. up for himself, and it's basically like that's the death of Fat Kid and the right. birth of Horace. Right. Uh, Brent, the late Brent Shalom, who played Horace, and cool too guy. Too bad he died in real life. It's too bad he died in real life. I couldn't see the resurgence of this film. Yeah. Um, cool guy Rudy, played by Ryan Lambert, and the super freaking cute Phoebe, played by Ashley. Day. I love Phoebe. Phoebe was so goddamn adorable. She, with her she had the best line in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a chicken. Yeah, we all laughed. <laughs> She's it's so years funny old. to hear that from a five-year-old, right? Chicken and, shit. And, like, 80s. they used her as their virgin. Yes, they used right. her as the virgin yeah. in the... Uh, it works. In the, because yeah. apparently... Um, what Patrick's was sister Patrick was a whore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I called her a whore during a movie. What? God, you're all so judgmental. <laughs> well, she no. lied about it. Like, she let she... people touch her tits. <laughs> Easy there, kiddo. <laughs> She's just saying what they said in the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> First time seeing the Monster Squad. What did you think? It's 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 an okay movie. It's it's definitely a film of its time. A lot, basically, G's not wrong when she said that a lot of questions were answered with, "It was the eighties." Yes, yeah. It was the eighties. No parental supervision. Kids riding on bikes and bikes and girls doing and, whatever the hell they're doing. And, 
like, I mean, listen, I know that our parents weren't, well, my parents were super strict, so this was not the case in my household. But, I mean, I'm sure if it was midnight, your ass was home. These kids, it was like 10 if, minutes to midnight. When, and when I like, was, yeah, when I was, tw- yeah, when I was 12, I wasn't staying out that late. Yeah. So I'm like. But then again, I lived in Brooklyn. I, I mean, these kids are in suburbia. Yeah, but still, shouldn't your ass be home? I get uh, maybe it was different in suburbia. I mean, I you, doubt it. This, these they're hanging out on the roof of their house. I couldn't hang out on the roof of my house. They, they have like some dilapidated have- tree house that hangs over a lake. Yeah, that would not fly. Hazard. And also, there's the window <laughs> where you can see hazard. that girl getting undressed. Yeah. What was wrong with that girl? She, she was asking. Constantly. She Why? was asking Why you to get, get pictures taken in front of your closet so you can change it to whatever the hell you're gonna change it to. Or so get curtains in the window. Yeah, she was. Get freaking curtains. Change. I think she enjoyed being looked at. Yeah, she yeah. probably did. She probably did. Poor. All right, easy, easy. <laughs> Typical right. '80s um, older sister. And my my personal favorite, the candle by the bedside. Oh, candle next to the yeah. next to the sleeping child. While, while the child goes to sleep, right yeah. next, Who like right underneath the lamp, potentially flail like crazy in her sleep and then set the house on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that mom was an idiot. But but anyway, like, like I was saying, a lot <laughs> a lot could be them. forgiven for just idiot because they're like this is not. Don't go in this expecting like a very well-defined or polished plot. No. It kind of is just a lot. You got to take a lot for granted. It begins in like a hundred years ago in Transylvania where Van Helsing is fighting Dracula. Although they never actually fight. No. And then suddenly... It's the present day. Suddenly it's present day. We're on, we're in middle of suburbia. I Did Van Helsing move to the middle of suburbia or something? No, Cause he, he was... He was sucked into the portal, into the, the... Yeah, but how did his journal get in a spooky mansion in the middle of suburbia? Because... That was mansion from the beginning? No. Oh. That, that was, that, the, the beginning I, of the movie I, took I'm place pretty, in, in Dad, I'm pretty Transylvania. Sure, I'm pretty sure he had a son, and from there it went on. So that guy... So that, like, German guy must have been, like, his great-great-grandson or something? I don't think the no, German... No, the German guy had no connection, no connection. to really? Van Helsing whatsoever. Yeah. None. Yeah. Zero. Probably, like... I think it's just... It was, like, one of those things where it was, like, kismet. This was this was meant to happen. Sean was meant to find this journal. Yeah, well, journal that's, that's, bas- that's basically what I was saying. It's a movie. It, it's, yeah. it's a movie. They're not really concerned about gaping plot holes. And, the, and there are plenty. A lot of it just doesn't really make sense. Why was the mummy in Eugene's closet? No explanation. Yeah. Dracula's entire plan. Uh, <laughs> why was the amulet in the mansion? Why did why they was, have so many? Why, why was did there he have conf- so much dynamite? Why did yeah, he have why that did, car? <laughs> why yeah. did Dracula have so much dynamite? Why? <laughs> you know why? Because he was preparing. Preparing for yeah, this where, special where did, day. Where did Dracula get his car from? He uh, probably hypnotized he, the, Dracula literally falls out of a plane. Where no, did he, get, he doesn't fall. He flies he fly, out. He turns into a bat and flies, flies out, out of a plane. Yeah. Dramatic. But, like, like seriously, where did he get the car? Uh, how did he know that, okay, this is, the, this is where we got to drop? Because he didn't drop it yeah. himself. It was the, the pilot who... who and, and that house that he winds up the in. House, like, the big mansion. Why is there a also, Confederate statue wait. in the mansion with a hidden arm that, that opens a secret passage? Confederate. Wait. 
But like the thing I didn't get was Frankenstein's cast or coffin dropped and then Dracula stayed on the plane for like five five more seconds. So shouldn't it have moved? How was he in the exact spot where the coffin was? It doesn't matter. You know, and, and it just happens. Landed on the gill man. It land, the gill happened man. to yeah. The gill man just happened to live in the lake in front of the kids. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You know what? You know what? What? You know what Dracula should have done as he dropped out of the plane? What? While he was floating in the air, he should have like flipped that guy off like that, and then turned into a vat. <laughs> <laughs> he should have had a little more attitude. Yeah. <laughs> More just put on some sunglasses, <laughs> take a sip of his Sunny D, and just jump out. <laughs> like Bodie. In yeah, the, like like Bodie in, in, in Point, point Break. break. Just be like, later, suckers. Later's dudes. Um, I saw this many, many years ago. I enjoyed it. It's funny. I was looking at it now, and actually after us having viewed the documentary, I'm really surprised that this didn't do better. I mean, this is absolutely a snapshot of the time. And it was fun. It moved quickly. It was only an hour. Yeah, so this was a very silly kids movie. movie. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was like, it was a little bit too, too edgy for a kids movie. Was it though? Edgy. I mean, I I don't know. Well, Maybe I mean, I'm judging with, it with, with the, language, my, the eyes of the, an adult you now. Know, the fact that they're talking, I mean, back in the 80s, talking about sex and virgins and blah, yeah, you yeah. Know, people were very they uptight. They were asking if she was a virgin and like and like Frank I remember I remember the scene where Frankenstein took a picture uh-huh. of her and the film actually developed it. Yeah there were there were some elements that were probably a bit more for a parent who was going to take a little kid and then there's the fact that there were the, the more kid like elements that maybe a teenager or an older teenager wouldn't be too into, or maybe that because I uh, they, I feel like they were advertising it as more of a like a kid movie. Mm-hmm. Like remember in the in the documentary that that guy from the the Goldbergs was like, oh this oh. seems like a this seems like a good friendly kids movie. And yeah. then when he got in there, he was like terrified, and he's like maybe we should leave. And his brother who like, didn't no. want to go see the movie was like he no. thought it was too kid friendly. Kid, yeah, kiddish. Was yeah. like no, we're staying and watching this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So. I could see how it didn't do well commercially, and I could see how it did well for people who sought it out. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like it was hitting that it was hitting a sweet spot that didn't exist in the eighties, really. Right, right, right. You either had the kid stuff, or, or you had like the the more adult teen. kid stuff, the more teen stuff, like the John Hughes stuff, or right, Friday right. the Thirteenth stuff. Well, also in the documentary, they point out that like what was it two weeks before the Lost Boys came out, and that was a huge, the, the huge, Lost Boys exactly, exactly, like huge, huge movie. Like if you if you were the teen if you were a teenager at that time, you weren't seeing the Monster Squad. No, you were you're going to go see Lost Boys, Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, yeah, it's it's because that just it just looks cooler, and that guy. The oiled guy playing the saxophone. <laughs> Oily saxophone man. He yeah. was what the hell? That was a selling point. Yeah. Weird. He was the, definitely in the commercial. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. He was also in the commercial for St. Elmo's Fire. And- <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Gee. Saxophone. Uh, what did you think of this film? Um, That was pretty good. Yeah. It was goofy. It was very goofy. I mean, like, in today's standards, I mean, like, okay, let's think about this. Would you have been scared of this as a 10-year-old? Mm. No, not at all. Yeah, I didn't think so, right? It's uh, not a scary movie. I mean, it does 
there are kind of like a little like blue humor and like a little risque stuff, but it, it wasn't anything egregious, I didn't think. Little blue, yeah. I mean, probably the most gruesome thing was was uh, the Wolfman getting blown up. Not even, not even, not even so much. I would say more when Dracula was sort of like recovering from being shot while he was a bat. He looked really twisted looking. Yeah. He you looked know? ugly. Yeah, he was all like he was like half bat, half man, and that that looked pretty twisted. Yeah, yeah. But then he's just back in his classic Dracula gear. He was dressed like Bela Lugosi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that version of a vampire is not really terrifying. How sure. come he has so many girlfriends? Dracula likes to get around. Yeah. He's the Mac Daddy of <laughs> That's oh my rude. God. Just yeah. two timing every single lady in he's, town. He's evil. Yes. Yeah. He's I, don't I don't I don't think Vampire being faithful to his girlfriend woman. is high on his list of priorities. Yeah. He just needed to convert these women yeah. to do his bidding more than anything. And yeah. it was always three. Apparently. It was always three. Yeah. Gee, what did you did you have a favorite scene in this? No. No. Favorite character? I liked Eugene. He was adorable. Eugene was adorable. <laughs> Eugene I liked was his ador- dog, too. The dog was yeah. cute. I When they fell in the house, in Dracula's house, I was like, how the hell did the dog not hurt himself? <laughs> the hell? The dog was like a key player, too. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he was the reason why they got rid of that mommy. For real. <laughs> Everyone was just screaming. No one made any attempt yeah. to kick it off the truck. Dog had a cue of a thousand. Yes. Especially next to some of these other kids. Yeah. Seriously. Olive G, did you like this film? Yeah. Yeah. What did you like about it? I liked the humor in it, and I also liked the characters a lot. Yeah. It was very fun. I'm, I'm really... It's funny, because I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay... I mean, it's not, it's not winning any awards, yeah. but at the same time, I was like, this was fun. Like, how the hell did this not do better? Like I said, I don't think that they, that they sold it right because it really wasn't pure children's, pure children's fun. It, like, it wasn't like E.T. Right, right. Which also had like more Dark dark, darker elements, tones. Yeah. But for the most part, it was just, oh my God, look, the cute little alien and the kid hijinks and Sue and whatever. But this had some pretty gruesome bits. It had a little bit of the of a more blue humor to it. So it's going to miss that demo. And then it's going to miss the teen demo because they're just like, oh, oh yeah, that's man. for babies. Yeah. That's for babies. Let's watch the Lost Boys again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. look, they're, they're eating maggots. Uh, yeah. Did you have a favorite scene in this ology? My favorite scene, like, I, I actually have several favorite scenes. Oh, let's hear it. So, like, one of my favorite scenes was when, like, they asked him what was a virgin, like, if he knew a virgin. And uh, another one of my favorite scenes was when, when like, <laughs> when, like, um, Horace actually stood up for himself. Mm-hmm. And he goes, my name is Horace. Yeah. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite scenes is when Frankenstein actually likes throws Dracula onto the... On the big spike? Yeah. Yeah, that was gratifying. Those are some of my favorite scenes. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it was just fun. This was definitely... A snapshot of the time and just like a fun little kids movie. Yeah, uh, abso- I do absolutely. Feel, I do feel bad for Fred Decker. I yeah. don't know if this was the best. Well, I, I have to look at his filmography. But I, I can't believe that this was the best thing he ever did. But 
It definitely should have done better. Who's Fred? What's his name? Fred that's, Decker's that's the, the guy director. who directed it. He also, he also he wrote, wrote it. it. And he he was the one that came up with the idea because he wanted to do a movie that was basically the little rascals meets the monsters from like the Elvis Con- El- Elvis Costello. Listen to me. <laughs> Abbott and Costello. Um, many, many years ago, there was this comedic duo, um, Abbott and Costello, and they met the Wolfman and the and the and Mummy, Dracula, and and Frankenstein. The, Universal Pictures made a lot of made the classic Universal monster monsters, movies. Right. It was like Dracula, Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Gill Man, the Mummy, and uh, I hate all Dracula movies. They're boring as hell. I mean, I bet you love Hotel Transylvania though. That one was a bunch of bull crap. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is is there like a good vampire Jeez. movie? A good vampire no, movie? There Fright is Night. no good vampire. Fright Night Fright is great. Fright Night's excellent. Yeah. The original and the, new, and the, the remake. The original and the remake, yeah. Chorus Farrell was so goddamn scared good in me because our cat. Who? Oh, like, Zeke jumped on the laptop <laughs> and he screamed <laughs> and then <laughs> Olivia <laughs> screamed. And that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. As far as vampire movies go. Yeah, that was good because he was just, he was evil. It yeah. wasn't an attempt to, oh, look at the, oh, I'm so tortured, tortured and, and handsome and look at my abs. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm a thousand years he old, but high school is where I'll Wait. find my true love. Because <laughs> teenage girls yeah. are so with it. Desirable. Good <laughs> yeah. Lord. We have so much Hot in common. She loves Lord. BTS as much as I do. <laughs> She freaking looks like a BTS fan. I like BTS. I like BTS, too. Maybe you'll grow up looking like the lady from... Maybe a lot of 400-year-old vampires like them, too. What's not to like about BTS? I'm I'm sorry if I'm judging any 400-year-old vampires out there. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go around the table and get numbers. Olive G, 1 to 10, what would you give the Monster Squad? I'll give it an 8. An 8? Wow. Gigi, this was made for Olivia. Yeah. 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 I and if more parents took their kids at Olivia's age to go see it, it probably would have done better. Nah, yeah. it, it's this movie is more likely made for people like me. I think so. It, there wasn't like you. Me. You didn't find this scary in the slightest, right? No. Yeah, it, it was, was funny. funny. It was fun. More was, fun than anything. It was so silly and ridiculous. Like, yeah. Yeah. Gee, one to ten. Probably like six or seven. I'd give it a seven. I too would give it a seven. It, it definitely resides in the nostalgia part of my brain. Mm-hmm. It was a ton of fun. I mean, it it there is a little sauciness to it, but it it's. I feel like the stuff now is is more naughty. You see worse stuff on television. Yeah, just like and like I'm not even talking like late television. I'm talking no, about like just like regular prime TV. Time, yeah. eight o'clock. You will see humor. That's along way those, more along blue. Those lines. Yeah. I mean, you won't hear derogatory slurs against gay people, but yeah. you'll see. I hope not. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you'll, I'm you'll, sure you'll that see if you look, you like will that. find whatever. Yeah, that's true, too. But yeah, I mean, it, it's just weird because, like, again, like, just from having watched the documentary, the fact that in England, like, somebody's all, olive's age can't see this film. I mean, there's nothing, like, even traumatizing about this. Yeah, it's it's num- so a bizarre to me. 80s. A number's a number. They're not gonna it's so weird, though. That's it ageist. Is. That is ageist. You you tell them, girl. And it's funny because, like, you've got kids like G. And, I mean, at 10, I mean, she's older than that now. But at 10, she's very mature. 
She saw worse stuff than this when she was <laughs> Yes, I'm sure she did. Wasn't it like the Shape of Water? Really we saw that in the theater. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, like I remember nine or eight. Oh, God, I remember you covering her eyes when in that scene <laughs> where that lady pulled one of her boobs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she put her husband's hand in. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. I've, I've since gave up. I'm like, yeah. you know, it's a body part. Big deal. I think if you go into this movie looking to have a fun time, you're going to have a fun time with this movie. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Don't, the worst thing you could do is be like, oh, I want to see some serious horror and... and monster yeah, squad. for that, intricate, the Monster Squad is not for that. psychological horror. With, with, you know, <laughs> yeah, the Monster Squad is not for that. You want to go see that, go plot. watch Midsommar or Hereditary. Yeah go, yeah, go see something by Ari Aster. Yeah. Um, but still, all in all, like a fun time. Definitely not objectionable in any way, shape, or form, I don't think. Even with the mild cursing in it or yeah. strong language. I mean, when that when Phoebe turns around and says chicken shit, we all <laughs> laughed. We yes. all laughed. It was the funniest thing. Chicken shit? Chicken shit. <laughs> That is not going to become a part of your regular <laughs> Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, that was definitely verbiage of the time because that was, that word is also in, what is that film? Some kind of wonderful. Yeah. Elias Katea's character is Duncan. He's at the end when they're at Craig Shaver's house. Well, I mean, yeah. one thing that, uh, I mean, Shane Black excels at is, is dialogue. Dialogue, especially oh. of the time. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, Little little boys that age that's spoke how they talk. like that. I, yeah. I remember I was around that age, around that time. time. Yeah. And we were silly coming up with a thousand different names for testicles. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's just what we did. I think yeah. I, rem- I remember me and my friends making like and en- filling an entire loose leaf paper with <laughs> different names for genitals and <laughs> it was just what stupid little boys did. <laughs> That's because you had nothing to entertain yourself. There was like a hundred different synonyms. Yeah. See what ta- see what cable has done to our youth. Yeah, then it's taken away. Hey, nothing. this is YouTube's fault and the internet for Craig, teaching uh, kids everything they need. And, know. In like thirty years, nobody's gonna have a single idea of how to do anything, anything. anymore. No, not at all. <laughs> it's just gonna be like just jump cuts of people screaming and kicking each other in the crotch. <laughs> 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 all right, so if you haven't seen it, absolutely go check out. The Monster Squad from 1987, according to Fred Decker, his finest work. I don't know. It's up for debate, but it's definitely a fun time for big kids and little kids alike. This clock's in, according to IMDb, at one hour and 19 minutes. So not a long movie, right? That's the sweet spot, right? You don't want to go over that with the kiddies because they start losing interest and walking around and... Yeah. Yeah. This movie definitely else? didn't feel like that long and it didn't no. drag that much. And it, it the, the pacing on it was good. I mean it, it went from point A to point B in a fairly quick Yeah, clip. They, they were definitely speeding along to the even good. to the point where it, some of it just didn't really make sense. <laughs> uh but that's fine. It's yeah. it's I'm not like I said, I'm not going into this 
Expecting Citizen Kane. Expecting Citizen Kane. Yeah, yeah. This isn't going to win the screenwriting Oscar. <laughs> just, just say, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to watch The Monster Squad. And you will have fun watching The Monster absolutely, Squad. Absolutely, absolutely. And as an addendum to this, if you haven't seen it, Andre Gower's wonderful... Werewolf's Got Nards. Werewolf's Got Nards. Playing multiple places, including YouTube. I believe there's a really great print of it. They're really... Just if you can double feature it like we've done, absolutely do yourself a favor and check out Andre Gower's beautiful documentary, Werewolves Got Werewolves Got Nards, mm-hmm. and then check out 1987's masterpiece, <laughs> <laughs> The Monster Squad, currently streaming on Pluto TV, Paramount Plus, and for rents or buy on Prime Video. And that's it from us, and we will bid you all a good night. Good night. Spice. Spice.